Hello everyone, my name is Eddie Arrieta. I'm the president and co-founder at Publicize, and this is The Loud Speaker. Here's where we talk to communications professionals from all around the world to let you know what are the best practices and cool ideas that you can implement for your startups. Today, we are joined by Chris Guerra, Senior Account Manager at Publicize, and today we're going to talk about PR stunts. And then you <laughs> PR stunts. I'm kidding. That's not the effect we're going to use. Hello, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be talking about PR stunts, and I have a lot of questions for you about PR stunts. So please tell us a little bit about yourself and what are PR stunts to begin with? A little bit about myself. I'm a student account manager at Publicize. I've been working here for four years. My background is actually in advertisement, so I've been working at Tyson for a while now in communications. PR stunts are cool. PR stunts are probably the coolest part of the industry. So what do you want to know about them? So I'll tell you the first PR stunt that I thought was really cool. The first one that I thought was really cool was what uh, uh, Sir uh, Richard Branson did in New York when he brought in the big tank. For everything that war signifies to the U.S., uh, I, I think it made a lot of sense. Uh, it was a bit risky, but it made a lot of sense. He also did this thing. They were launching a particular line or product. Uh, that, that product died, by the way, but he dressed up as a woman in red. It was like a killer for his entire team. Everyone loved it. Uh, when I think of PR stunts, that's what I think about. I think about like an activity that moves out of the ordinary and it, brings, it breaks the preconceived notions of what people think that visibility entails. That's a very particular uh, way to, to say it, but uh, what, what, what do you think about that? What, what's your take? I would say that PR stunts are any activities that allow you to engage with the audience right there and then. Um, regardless of the activity, it could be anything, as long as you are getting the engagement, that direct response from the audience or a crowd or whatever it is that you are uh, trying to cause an impact you'll be able to see that impact immediately. That's really great, because I thought a PR stunt, probably most people would think that a PR stunt is like something amazing. Like you're gonna need thousands of dollars, you're gonna need a lot of people to do this. And what you're saying is like, a PR stunt is pretty much anything. Like if you would just wanna go to the park and just talk to people and you're getting the engagement, then does your PR stunt, uh, is that, is, am I getting that right? Yep, very much. Like th there have been lots of campaigns and it, it doesn't always involve money. Uh, something that you could say is an initiative, but it's actually a peer stunt, or that's the principle of a peer stunt, was that initiative of adopting a book. And what people were doing there is that they were leaving like used pre-owned books in benches at parks or malls or places with just like pass it on once you're done reading it. And it became a change of people sharing that and it went viral. There were lots of posts of people sharing books on public places with other people. Muy bien. So let's talk about your experience with, with PR stunts. And then I presume that you have thought about PR stunts for the people that you've worked with, the companies that you've been at. Um, what, are, what are some of the things that, that 
remind you of like what you're basically saying, like PR stunts now sound to me more like a uh, guerrilla tactic that people can use to gain visibility with very little resources. So, so have you done some of those in your professional career? Can you point to, you know, one or two that you say, I, I devoted very little resources to this and we got um, some really cool engagement. And then I can think maybe about myself if I've done anything of the sort as well. Mm, I like, I... I've done this in so many instances that like a lot of examples come to mind. Um, one that I like pops off the top of my head is that this is something that we actually did when I was still at uni. And what we did is we needed to promote the different careers that we were like setting up at, at the school, like all of the, the programs, the student programs that, were, were, that the, the school offered. So it was like interior design and fashion design and like all of these things. And what we did is we created a space in the middle of the street. We had to talk to um, the city hall and to some people, but it didn't require actually any money, um, any investment. What we did was to set up an, a space in the middle of the street to showcase um, interior design, industrial design, fashion design, all within the same space. It was a nice um, living room kind of setup where people could come in, read content that students have created, check out the pieces of furniture that students have created. And it was pretty much an exhibit of the work that's done at the school for everyone who wants to watch it. Muy bien. Muy bien. I should have stopped saying muy bien all the time. I should say, great. So th this, is, this is something that didn't take much resources, but I do understand as well that when we're thinking about pure stunts or activities that are going to generate engagement, then um, if we have resources and if we're lucky to have resources, that's also really good. So have you worked on any specific projects where you've had to actually spend some money uh, where it becomes a little harder? Because it seems it seems like if you're doing a pure stunt and then you're not investing any money, if it goes bad, well, eh, it doesn't matter. You didn't spend any money, only your time. But if you're spending some money, first of all, could you give me an example of a really cool one you've done? And then number two, how would you generally try to measure like the, 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 not the result, but how would you generally measure the ROI of, of those PR stunts? Well, it depends on the goal of this, the PR stunt that you're setting up. If, you, if it's something like, for example, a retail kind of product, obviously you will measure the, the ROI based on how much sales you got, like how many, how many business transactions you got after that PR stunt compared to what you were getting before. And if it's like, other type of like you're trying to like generate um, leads or getting to treat people or expand your network. Well, it will all depend on how much of that you can quantify after the peer stunt. Something really cool that we got to do in the past was to set up a fashion show in the middle of the street, which was very improvised, but it was also very helpful. And the idea was to promote a I think I, if I'm not missing, it was a hairspray brand. So the idea was to like bring people, give them a quick makeover using this ha this hairspray, and have them like walk down the street and get some professional pictures, like on a runway kind of scenario. And that was really cool, and people actually got to buy the product right there and then if they wanted to. So that's really cool. That was an easy way to measure the engagement and the ROI because you know that you're gonna sell more for like on that day you're selling twice as much as you would sell on a, on a regular basis without promoting the product in that way and getting your actual audience involved in 
whatever initiative that your product's leading. Okay, great. So now uh, we're gonna enter a new section that I just made up. Uh, it's called Chris on Fire. And I'm gonna give you, <laughs> I'm gonna give, you, I'm gonna give you a company. I'm gonna tell you what they do, and then you're gonna tell me what PR standard you're gonna run for them. So I've got a um, animal shelter. Hmm, animal shelters. It depends on what the goal is. First one, animal shelter. Our objective is to get people to adopt the dogs and we are the biggest animal shelter in the city of Medellin. You can set up a contest. You can set up a Purikura type of, like Purikura boots to let people take pictures with the dogs at the shelter and from them to take home the dog that they like. Second is Maria Bonita is a bakery that's moving to the city of New York. Uh, this is Colombian bread going to the United States and we want to sell the bread over there. I would set up a, a Colombian fair day, like Colombian carnival type of situation where you can to showcase all the cool things about Colombian culture. And of course the bread, which is like food brings everyone together. So the bread will be the, the central thing of this cultural fair and you will get to have people from New York City to try Colombian bread and also explore the culture of Colombia in the city. Fantastic. Uh, third is Kiwi Campus. They have something called KiwiBot. Kiwi is building the autonomous delivery infrastructure of tomorrow. So they are trying to deliver food to different campuses in the United States. Now they are trying to move to Canada. Uh, that's a lie. But what do you do? I would probably say that you should create QR codes. Put them across, a, across the city where you're starting the program and have people get uh, free food delivered if they um, read the QR code with their phones and like type in some basic information about them. Oh my God, we could keep going forever. You are publicized and you're trying to increase the number of partnerships you have in uh, the journalistic uh, sector in 2020. What do you do? I would create an event, uh, an event only for journalists where journalists can go get some cool things, learn about some cool stuff that's happening in the, in the specific industries that they usually cover. And I would I would have like a, a circuit of events running constantly for journalists on, on specific beats and give them some exclusive scoops on on the industries that they cover. Great. You're one of the leading tech podcasts in the world. You're called Brains Bite Back. You're trying to get many more high level profiles to come to your podcast. What do you do? I would host a podcast episode at a university campus and invite people to participate of the podcast, whether it's with questions or on live debates. I like the live debates idea. I really like that one. We should do it. I think they're all fantastic ideas. I want one more. I want one more. You are a co-working space. Let's call it, I don't know, we work. And then all of a sudden, everything seems to be crumbling down. What do you do? If you're a co-working space and everything's crumbling down, like I said, food brings everyone together. So I would set up production kitchen or a, or a kitchen workshop and bring people to cook at my co-working space. All right, I have a hundred bucks. I don't even know what I want to do with my life. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> with a hundred bucks, go get drunk. If you don't know what to do with your life and you have a hundred bucks, go get drunk. Something will come out of it. I've seen people coming up with ideas after they're absolutely shit-faced. Great. Chris Guerra, muchas gracias. Thank you very much for joining us today. Do you have anything else to say about PR stance or is this it? Try it. It's fun. It helps you engage with your, with your audiences faster and more effectively. And you don't always need to spend lots and lots of money on putting together a cool PR stunt. Thank you very much, Chris. These were great 15 minutes we've spent together. I hope you have all enjoyed it. If you enjoy it, please share it with your amigos. 
And of course, uh, remember to come back to the loudspeaker, share it on social media. And once again, this was Eddie Arrieta, president and co-founder at Publicize. Find us at publicize.co. And you can find us also at publicize.co slash resources. Our family of team members have created a new podcast called, called the Latin America Reports Podcast. Great news about Latin America and contextualizing us about what's happening down here. Thank you all for listening. Bye.